What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Draft Alps for another Draft Draft Snack. snack. A quick draft to hold you over until a bold draft serving. That's right. I'm Dylan. And I'm Ben Jammin. Today, oh my God! Today, we are looking at red flag hobbies. Oh, these things are dangerous. You see them, you gotta hightail out of there quick with the quickness. But before we can tell you what the red flags are that you need to be on the lookout for, we need to roll for the glory of choice. Oh, for the choice. Shit. Uh, come on, Bessie. Choice. That's that was a, a hard-ass throw. That was a 20... Like, is that, that 29 hard. or a 26? Dude, that's a 29. You 29. bastard. 29. Beat it. I dare you. You threw it so hard. I did. Like a baseball player. I did. I'm going to lob it. It's because I'm an athlete. Oh, my God. Oh, roll off. Oh, my no, God. Not. Dude, you got 29. Damn. This is the first roll off in snack history. Okay, here we go. Are you just going to huck it again? <laughs> it's a 10. It's a 10. Okay, come on. Call me Huckleberry Finn because I on. hucked it. Big 10. Bigger than a 10. Oh. <gasps> 16, 19, 16, 16. All right. I'll take that. All right. Are you going first? first? Um, What do you want? I'll make you go first so that you have to go first in the, in the duel because, well, I know because in the, in the hot hobbies, I destroyed you and I had the second pick. So I feel like I want to keep that energy going. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's try it again. All right. Give it a second go. You can have that first pick, and you can take the first defense in the duel. <laughs> Round one. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and there are so many red flags. There are a lot of red flags. You can't fuck this one up like surfing or blacksmithing. It's <laughs> you can't forget. Oh, there's so many. Um, I'm just looking over the list I've concocted. Uh, Okay. So I think a red flag, like, here's what I imagine. I imagine you're out to dinner with someone, you're getting to know them, and, you know, they casually just drop this stuff in the middle of conversation. Um, And so I think for me, the biggest, uh, like, the biggest red flag um, that would just be like a normal thing, because I don't know. Oh, fuck, man. There's just so many choices. I don't know. I think the biggest one that would be sort of a normal thing uh, is is being too into politics. Ooh, like a political... What would we even call that? I was going to say like a poli-sci major, but that's not even necessarily what you mean. I mean, no, because it's one thing... I mean, politics are interesting. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, and, and it's a totally one thing if the person is actually a politician, but if you follow politics as a hobby and like watch CNN, Fox news all the time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that can, <coughs> that can be a little bit of a red flag. Now I'll say this. I think you can do it in a really nuanced way. And I think my dad does this very well. He does it in a nuanced way where it's like, he's a very informed person, right? 
because he he consumes so much different news media. Yeah. And he knows all about these politicians, their lives, what they voted on in the past, their histories, essentially. That's a little bit different. And I guess more what I'm leaning to is like, you're a pretend like CNN or Fox News pundit. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're just like regurgitating what they've heard. Exactly. From all of their news sources. Exactly. Not trying to expand upon what they've heard and learn. Yes. Extrapolate on what they think should happen. Yeah, so I'm not sure if like being into politics is the correct thing to say, right? Maybe being too into the 24-hour news cycle, uh, that's not quite know. right. I'm just obsessed with politics. Yeah. You explained it. We know what you mean. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Oof. Not a bad number one. It's not... I mean, do you want them to reveal that at dinner? You know, your first date? I, I, probably not. <laughs> probably not. That's an interesting... <coughs> that's an interesting take on... Like, you're on your first date with someone. Yeah. What hobby are you, like, terrified to hear about? Oof. I don't want them to tell me they're trying to be a social media influencer. Oh, my God. Like, their hobbies all revolve around posting, <coughs> getting likes. Can't have that. Nope. That's a turnoff. That's like a super red flag. Dude, that's a turnoff. What's your hobby? Oh, I just like being on social media. <laughs> I want to be an influencer. Uh-huh. Did you hear the latest Kanye drop? Hitler is so in. Oh my God. I don't know if anyone's actually said that. That'd be crazy. I'm sure someone has. It's a big, big, big world then. You just know they're going to spend a lot of time in front of screens. Yes. Everything you do is probably going to be publicized. Oh my God. Yeah. Their friends are all going to be into the same shit. Yep. Influencers flock together. And there's a little bit of narcissism involved with it, too. I mean, unless you can separate that really well, which I'm not saying people can't, but like, I don't want to take pictures of myself constantly. No, God, no. I don't want to post it on the internet constantly. I do have socials, but like, I don't obsess over them. And I really don't enjoy having them either. They, they're more of like, you, I, you need them a little bit in this world to a certain extent. Yeah. I dated this one person. Um, who she was always on her phone always. And it bothered me. Like, I think it was a little bit of insecurity, but it was also like, do you have to always be on your phone while we're talking, like having a conversation, hanging out, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like just the attached to the phone. Yeah. 24 seven. It's a little, it's a lot of off putting. Can't have that. Yes, I agree. We are in agreement. That's right. So a, a pretty level first round. That's right. Pretty level. Okay. I'll take pretty level. Hmm. Round two. What's your round two, bucko? You know, I'm going to be really off put by someone who is really into adopting cats. <laughs> Wait, okay. One cat, two cat. What's your limit? Adopting cats. It's just like, I, 
it's a it's a slippery slope. It is actually. I've I've learned from folks once you adopt one, well, the second one comes, and once you have a second one, well, now you already have too many. Yes, agreed. But then more come. It's a. I have a family member whose apartment recently caught on fire. Nothing, no fault of hers. It was actually a wiring issue above her microwave, as I understand it. She wasn't home. So, as you could expect, a fire causes lots of smoke. And luckily, the fire department was able to contain the fire before it damaged any other units. So, so it's good. Other people's shit didn't get fucked up, but hers definitely did. And this individual um, was a cat adopter. Oh, my God. And all those cats passed away. Oh, my God. How many? Uh, multiple. Okay. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. More than two. That's that's wild, dude. Greater than two. And we'll say, yeah. yeah. Well, cats, you know, I have one cat. And I love my cat. And can you attest that my cat is pretty cool? Your cat is one of few cats that I would say is cool. I love Checkers. He's a special little man. Uh, by the way, everyone, in case you're wondering, his kidneys are doing okay. Got some blood work back. His kidneys are stable. Oh my goodness, the yeah. kidneys are stable. Yes, yes, the kidneys are the stable. Greatest news. So they're they're shitty, but they're not getting worse. Nice. Dude. Yeah. So anyway, Checkers makes a mess, dude. The litter is a mess. Even if you keep it clean, it's a mess. The smell is actually not bad if you keep it clean. But like. I don't know. I just can't. Like, I never want another cat. I don't think, unless it's outdoor, and then I'd feel bad because then it's killing cat uh, birds. You know, so circle of life. We've got feral cats outside, and I don't actually mind them. Yeah, they're not mine. I don't eat them. I don't eat them. I definitely don't eat them. Good. I hope you don't eat. I them. I do not feed them because they probably have parasites. They probably do, like some <laughs> nasty ass worms. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on the adopting cats. It is a slippery slope. Um, it seems like everyone I know with cats has adopted several. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, a person who adopts a cat does not stop at a cat. They adopt no. more. Uh, friend who came to the podcast had multiple cats. Multiple cats. Yeah. I believe she has, I want to say four or five cats. Uh-huh. That's a fuck ton of cats. That's a lot of cats. She lives in an apartment. That's a, a lot, lot of cats. cats. Oh, Jinx, you owe me a cherry Coke. That's a, are you going to drink the cherry Coke? No, it's too sugary. Well, I'll, I'll drink some whiskey instead. You Well, you tell me what I owe you and I'll get you. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. So That's okay. two picks that you're with me on. I mean, let's see if... You These know, are some good red flags, I'm saying. Let's, say, let's see if you can be with me on this next pick. So... Um, I think if you are on a date with someone and then the date goes well and you go back to their house and you find out that they are really into doll collecting. Ooh. Like they've got dolls all over the house of all shapes and sizes. They've got the precious moments collectibles. They've got like bed dolls in their bed. They've got, it's just dolls everywhere. That's going to be a nope for me, and most likely I will leave before anything happens. I'm just saying. I cannot abide. I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. 
Could right. you do it? No. I'm outy. Because they're staring at you the whole time while you're, you know, trying to make the magic happen. I don't think that's what would what would creep me out. I just think it's the fact that it is a grown adult. I mean, we're not talking pops. We're talking like dolls, right? What are we talking here? Um, this this would not bother me. Although that many little things on a shelf would bother me, like because I'm a minimal minimalist. But that's that's this yeah. is not the same sort of thing as do- these are cute. They're kind of stylistic. You know, it's like a collectible. I guess for me, the thing that bothers me about a doll is is it's one thing if you have one or two. But if you collect them and there's a house or even a room full of them, it's there's a weird like it. I don't know, man. There's some sort of weird infantile thing going on. I don't want to insult people with dolls. I don't. I don't want to say, you know, I, I want to walk back the infantile I'll insult thing. y'all. Y'all are fucking freaks. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bunch of dolls in your house and you're a grown adult. No kids. It's an issue. Dude, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. We love you. We love you for who you are. Yeah. But you're also kind of weird. That's okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I've got my own foibles too. Oh, and honestly, anyone who collects anything is weird. That's true. I'm a fucking weirdo. I collect a bunch of shit and it's like, I was going to say that's a red flag in itself. People who collect shit. Yeah. But you got specific collecting dolls. I think that's a very, like, again, something like this. I mean, you can, you can set it up. You know, make a nice display of it. But dolls, dude, mm, there's just something weird about dolls I cannot abide by. For sure. I can dig it. All right, so that's that's first round. Let's do a quick break for an ad, and then we'll be right back with more Draft Snacks. Draft Snacks. Hey there. Mikey here from I Am A Total Piece Of Shit Studios, and I'm here to present an exciting new product for the likes of you fine male patrons. You know, the number one phrase I keep hearing in the dating world is it's tough out there. And hey, let's be honest, it's especially difficult for strong, virile men like myself who just want to find an honest, 10 out of 10 good-looking lady. If you're sick of all that social justice nonsense and trying to be politically correct, you should download and join Involuntarily Celibate, the app for incels. When you become part of the Involuntarily Celibate community, you'll find like-minded racists willing to use all the slurs you can dream up. Don't worry about learning pronouns because the people on this app don't care about grammar anyway. We want you to feel welcome in our inclusive safe space for misogynists and homophobes. The Democrats are out to get you and we're out to get you laid. Four out of five sexists recommend this app. Unfortunately, we've been banned from Google Play in the Apple Store, so search our website on DuckDuckGo and download us today. Round three. 
obsessed with politics and doll collecting were your first two picks. That's right. You got two left. How are you starting off the second round? Well, I first I want to say you had social media influencer and adopting cats. Yeah. So um <clears throat> I'm gonna go with you know, there's I'm gonna go with uh probably shopping. Ooh, that's a fucking good one, dude. Um you know, I don't like buying things for myself, and I definitely think I would have trouble being with someone who buys things for just constantly um, in, in a shopping frenzy. Right. You know, it's it, a, you know, a little shopping day every now and then is fine, but I mean, I went shopping for myself for the... I go once a year to get some new stuff, and dude, every time, drop on just a few things, like 300 bucks. Yeah. Easy. And... That is disturbing. Disturbing to me, I say. So having someone who has like a shopping addiction as and calls it a hobby, I think would be very hard for me to deal with, especially if I have to go with them, you know? Yeah. And watch all that money go down the drain. Right. Ooh, man. Yeah, that's going to be a no. That's going to be a no for me, dog. That's a big no. Shopping is such a slippery slope. It really is. Hmm. It really, really is. Can't have that. Got to find other things to do with your time. Yeah, like why is why is participating in capitalism like your hobby? Why you're know. just like you're becoming a sucker to advertisements at that point, right? You know. By the way, buy uh buy the book that was advertised today. Yeah. Um, um, inclusion on accident. Exactly. By Cindy Smith. Wonderful piece. Yes. Wonderful piece. Oh, third pick. How do I follow up adopting cats? I'll tell you. Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who says they're drinking for a hobby is just a drunkard. <laughs> drunkard who hasn't admitted to themselves that, well, they are an alcoholic uh, and they need help. You mean professional drinking? It's not a thing? I don't think so. <laughs> if, you're, if your hobby is to be in, like not stable, standing... On a nightly basis, you have a problem. Yeah, that's fair. It's my hobby to hit happy hour seven nights a week. Jesus Christ, that does sound bad when you say it out loud. Yeah, right? That sounds pretty bad. I have a happy hour hobby. Yeah. Oh, man. What if you find out the person, like, you, you've you gone on several dates and you find out the person likes to have a couple drinks at the end of the night? Is that the same thing or is that different? Mm, I'm going to say don't do it. Red flag. Okay. Slippery slope. Yeah. Can't be dependent on alcohol to go to sleep. Yeah. It disrupts your sleeping pattern too much. It does. Also, you're not getting rest when you drink alcohol. It's literally a toxin. It is. So. Hurts your body. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, that's definitely, it's, a, it's, it's not a good thing. That's for sure. And if you are a drinker, that's a red flag. If the person that you just went on a date with is a drinker. Because then you're both going to be drinkers. It's going to be real hard to get out of that cycle. That's true. Damn, dude. That, yeah, I didn't think about that one. That's a good one. Well, wait until you hear my next one, because it is—it's a good one. This is a this is a slam dunk of a draft. Round four. You really command the. Round four. <laughs> Round four. 
Another red flag. Easily could have been a number one. Gambling. Oh, yeah. I had that on my list. If you're gambling, nope, that's a red flag. You have a casino hobby? Nope. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, I think any sort of gambling addiction is especially uh, is is a red flag to me, but especially things that like are complete luck based, completely luck based. So slots, sports gambling, which is becoming huge and legal. (coughs) It's baffling to me. Like sports gambling is completely baffling to me. Oh, and you can bet. There's so many different types of sports betting. Oh, yeah. You can bet per play. They're going to score on this play. Dude, that's crazy. That's nuts. That's like, how could you ever, why would you just want to throw your money down the drain like that? Oh, my God. I have to admit that one's worse than shopping. Or just as bad in a different way. I was thinking they're kind of in a similar category, but the gambling one is so much more toxic because you lose so much more and you have nothing to gain. You have nothing to show for it. Nothing. Like shopping, you have something to show for it. You keep the receipt. You can take it back. Yep. Gambling. You can't take that back. There's no take backsies. There's no takes backsies. There's, oh shit, I just lost my home. Uh, I just lost my car. I just lost everything. I just lost a whole paycheck. Yep. Yeah. That could have been a number one pick. Dude, gambling is seriously fucked up. Um, yeah, <laughs> It's so fucked up. Things like horse racing, right? I mean, it might be a fun way to spend a day, like go to the track, whatever, like as a novelty. Yeah. But if you're one of those people that actually goes and like sits in front of a TV and gambles in front of the TV for horse racing, that's a little weird. Well, I mean, they've designed your phones and the games on phones to be like... <clears throat> Casino games. That's true. They're training you to get addicted to gambling. Yeah, you're addicted to your phone. You go to the casino and you play similar games, but this time you're tying your money to it. Yeah, I I, I have a friend who I worked with for many years, and uh, he had a slots machine on his phone and would just like hit it over and over again. Uh, and I asked him one day, I was like, man, don't you want to do something more stimulating with your time off? And he's like, Oh no, man! It's like it's fun. It's good. It's exciting. You're just hitting a button, really? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. You don't know what's going to happen. Okay, so I guess I don't know. There's a bit of risk. It's the dopamine, dude. Yeah, it, the way it interacts with your brain, it really, it's designed to hijack your brain. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Drake was given like a fuck ton of money, dude to sponsor some online gambling company. And people don't realize he get all that money that he got is from users going in losing all their money. So crazy. Right? So crazy. And so Drake is on there spending. Look at Drake has wagered over a billion dollars on stake.com. But that's oh because God. they fucking pay him and then he just turns around and like plays and Spends it all on their site. I didn't realize Drake was a billionaire. I mean, I is he actually a billionaire? Dude, Drake that's... bets one million on our Argentina to beat France in World Cup final. <clears throat> Dang. Now I will say it's one thing to do an over under with your friends as a not you know once a year thing. Different, you know, a little different, and it's a little different to be in like 
I remember as a kid, like my family and a bunch of other people were all in like this football league. So every week you'd pick who you thought was going to win. Mm-hmm. It was like you'd keep track of wins over the whole year. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you got the pool. Mm-hmm. You paid like $25 at the beginning of the year and then that was it. Yeah. So low stakes, low stakes. And you got to play for what, like 16 weeks or whatever. Yeah. Or many are in a football season. I also think cards are a little bit of a different ball game with gambling. You know, I, I like if I think you still get fucked. I think it's all gambling, dude. It's all gambling. But I just I think like there is a little bit more of a professional element with skill based element to it that I would it's it's definitely heavily luck based. I course. would say something like poker. Yeah, definitely. Like there is, but for something like blackjack, no, 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 poker. It's way different. Poker, um, yeah, gambling, gambling. sketchy, bro. Hella sketchy. Well, that was a good fourth round. Uh, you I haven't guess, even drafted. I no, I've, I've got a pick. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's not done. I'm gonna say. Just looking through, I'm going to say animal fighting. Wow. If you're in, (laughs) that's a real left field one, bro. Dude. I mean, you know, animal fighting. Uh, Have you met a lot of ladies who are into animal fighting? No. They're like, Hey, you know what? I really like uh, taking my dog out to the, to the rinks to fight to the death. You know? Okay. I let me let me make this one a little bit more realistic because I think you're right that animal fighting in the US is a little it's very underground and niche. And so let me make it a little bit more realistic. Uh you come home to their place and you hear a lot of barking and you're like, "Oh, like do you have a dog? You have a couple dogs?" "No, I'm I'm a breeder. I breed dogs." I think that would be a turnoff for me. I think that's a red flag. So we're pivoting. I'm pivoting a little bit from animal fighting to to dog breeding or animal breed, like dog breeding, not animal breeding. Um, it's just, I don't know. It strikes me as sort of a weird thing. Like it's usually inhumane. Uh, it's usually illicit, right? Not licensed. Um, a lot of dog breeders and, and it usually, um, like it ends up hurting the animal because they breed them. Like they inbreed them a lot. So dog breeding, it's just a very strange thing. And then there's other things associated with with it, like modifying the dog, clipping their ears, cutting their tails. I mean, I just, I find it a little strange when you have a normal Joe Schmo person uh, that runs a side hustle of dog breeding. Hmm. So that's what I'm going to now feel free to judge me or tell me I'm off base on that. But if I find out that someone does that, I'm probably going to be like, hmm, I'm not into that. Yeah, I mean, the more you know, bro. (laughs) Would have never even guessed dog breeding. I don't know shit about dog breeding, so. I mean, dude, you know what happened? I don't know if I should even say this. This is crazy. Like, someone I know who shall go unnamed got busted on the local news for like in their tiny ass apartment having like a shit ton of cages wall to wall on top of each other 
for breeding like pit bulls. Where'd you meet this person? I met them at the end of high school. Oh. Bef- like, yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. So. I mean, you got to get your dogs from somewhere. You got to get your dogs. And dogs are living creatures. It's not like deer need a license to procreate. Yes. If two dogs were out running around, they could just procreate if they wanted. They go to dog park. Yeah. You could both go run into a corner and. Well, that's why you're stuck supposed together to until you get there. Neuter and spade your dog, so that doesn't happen. You're supposed to. You're They're supposed living to. things. Well, couldn't you argue that spading and neutering your animal is a little inhumane? I think it's more inhumane if, like, you if they have babies and then you can't care for them and like throw them out. Or, or if you can, if you can, that's different. That's different. If you have a farm or something and like you can care for them, that's great. Or like a big property. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, uh, going to college in rural Missouri saw a lot of instances of people who did not spay and neuter their pets and uh, things happen. Maybe they shouldn't make it so expensive. Maybe not. Maybe it should be more accessible to get an animal. I don't know. I mean, uh, but I'm just saying that there's some weird, there's... And maybe it's maybe it's the institutions, right? But blame the government. Blame the government. I think our dog was like twenty five bucks, and then they actually made her free. She was like fifty bucks, and they gave us twenty five back if we got her spayed and like got her vaccinated. So, Denver. Yeah, that's cool. It was from the Humane Society. Nice. So I'm just saying, a lot of dogs end up needing to be rescued from these operations and they're not well cared for. I feel it. So dog breeding in the fourth round. Hmm. I didn't know that was going to, going to come up. That's a Dylan baby. Yeah, no Dylan always doing Dylan. If anything, we can rely on you to be consistently Dylan. That's right. And we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Do we even need to do a duel? Because I fucking won again. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Ben. Oh, come on, man. You know what it is. I'm the goat. Oh, yeah, baby. Man, my fingers are itching. Well, itching. They can, they're going to keep itching. You need to get some ointment, bro. They're oh. itching every single week. Can't help it. I got a, I got a rash. It just can't get scratched. It's because every time you go for the draw... You slightly miss and you rub the leather wrong. <laughs> and it's irritated because you just can't quite get it. I think you're just jealous of my picks. Oh, I'm never They're jealous. so out of left field that you didn't even see them coming. I mean, dog collecting and dog breeding. Those are pretty crazy. They are pretty crazy. Well, so let me tell time? you that if someone thinks that they are a Fox News or CNN pundit on your first or even second or third date, that we're going to have a problem here. And in fact, I think I'd rather have a social media influencer on those dates, on any one of those dates, than find out that they think that they are a a political consultant on a TV show. I don't feel like this one really needs to be defended because I would disagree with you in saying that because to be a social media pundit in 2022, you actually have to be a social media influencer. They're all on it. 
All the stuff that they're promoting on TV and online is also on their social media. So I actually think that's a wash. But dog collecting versus adopting cats? No. Oh my god, that's not even... The, the cats... It's way worse. They're I'll, living. They shit. Their eyes actually watch you. And you try to <laughs> usher them away and they might fucking scratch the shit out of you. At least a doll, you can turn it around, put it in a box. Cat, you turn it around, put it in a box. It suffocates and you have like a legal issue. Someone <laughs> finds out. I mean, I think you can care for a good number of cats uh, and, and do it well. My aunt and uncle have. They had like seven cats at one point. And, Different uh, generation. They they cared for them very well. Doll collecting, dude. Holy shit! If the dolls are covering every like flat surface of your home, so that someone that's all they see in every room or even a couple rooms. Oh my god, that's so creepy. At least a cat can love you and share affection with you. Uh, no, too many cats. Not <laughs> no good. Can't have a cat smell in house. You had shopping as your third pick. That's right. You had to defend shopping, dude. Um, I mean, I think <laughs> a drinking habit can be managed. No. No, 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 no. I said to defend. I said to defend shopping. Everyone knows drinking's the winner of this round. I don't. I. I mean, listen. Drinking is a way worse hobby than. Oh, yeah, I, I think that you could go into debt from shopping. And in fact, I know people who've gone into debt from shopping. And, uh, and yeah, I, you can go into death from drinking. You can. You can for sure. But And I've known people who went into death from drinking. Um, yeah, you're right. Drinking's worse. I'll give you that one. Boom. I can't. Uh, however... Dog breeding and gambling, dude. You're living. You're dealing with a living thing here. Like, you watch out what you say here. That is fucking. Cr like, I just can't imagine. Like, let's say this lady takes me home. She's like, "Come on, like, let's go." You know, I, I want. You know, it goes right. You go home, and she breeds dogs, and they're just like lining her garage, top to bottom, every wall covered in cages with dogs in them oh yeah i'm a dog breeder i breed dogs um are you licensed no i'm not licensed uh this is just kind of a side thing i do um i'm you know i, I just oh no i'd rather i would much rather her tell me that she likes to go to the uh casino once a month <laughs> hell no gambling is a way worse addiction way worse hobby you're habitually getting out there and gambling you're habitually losing money for fun no good do dog breeding most people don't breed their dogs in their house you're talking about going in their house you ain't gonna see that shit they're gonna have a little barnyard thing out back where all their bred dogs are so first date you're fine you're getting some poo nanny with no barking around <laughs> but you go to the casino your girl done lost all her money she's trying to get your money which gets you out of the mood and this is a consistent thing? Nah. You don't think so? Nah, dude. Gambling. I think, you know, maybe it's... Dog breeding is easy because people who breed dogs don't typically breed... Because what you're talking about, where you're from, is folks whose dogs weren't neutered, and then they got other dogs pregnant, and they weren't prepared to take care of those dogs. But they weren't, like, purposefully breeding dogs someone who breeds dogs with a purpose whether they're doing it 
in or out of compliance is one thing, but they're doing it with the intention to sell because breeding and selling dogs is a lucrative business. It is, for sure. I'd be like, damn, you're breeding dogs? Actually, you're making money because like a purebred dog is thousands of dollars, son. That's why they go to all that trouble. You just made 20 racks on a dog, a I, show dog? I just think it's weird. I think gambling, you're fucked. So I'll take the dog breeder. I, th- I don't know, though. I mean, and so there is a history of gambling on my dad's side of the family. And like there's for sure my uncle had a crippling gram- gambling addiction and he loved it. And he spent every last cent of his retirement gambling. But then there's That's a horror story. That is a horror story. But the rest of my family, you know, like their their motto is, yeah, take 200 bucks to the boat like once a year. And spend your $200 and leave. And I think it's possible to do that, you know? That's not a hobby. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. I could get down with that. Like you and I go on a guy's trip to Vegas. Yeah. Once every couple of years. Take $500 on the trip. You, If you win, cool. If you lose, you plan on spending it. Mm-hmm. But I can't get into dog breeding though, dude. I can't. I can't do it. I'm asking you to get into it. <laughs> I'm asking you which I is thought worse. you were asking me to get into it. I mean, you think like if you're going to date someone, you want to date someone who's dog breeding, or you want to date someone who's gambling. Most of the time, if they're dog gam, if they're dog breeding, trying to make money. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's a wash either way. Oh, I think gambling is so much more dangerous. They might lose your shit, bro. That's true. Prenup. Uh, lovely very another great draft in the books that's right good job son good job to you hey thanks so much for taking your time out of your day to listen to us you know how much we appreciate that so thank you your time is precious thank you thank you thank you don't forget to leave us a five-star review because that really helps it only takes a second of your time we've already taken roughly 39 minutes of your time so what's a couple more and if you want to leave a review that would be awesome too you can also send us an email to mountdraftmore at gmail.com and you know that'll do it if you send us something we'll read it we would love your feedback good bad anything in between we want to know what you like about the show and with the new adjusted format with more draft snacks and more concentrated four-person drafts that's right So thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a lovely evening. Yeah, peace out.